0: Rifling through those long boxes and bagging those books. Welcome to your home for Star Wars comics. This is the Cosmic Force Podcast, a Utini Podcast Network production. And now, here are your hosts Tyler Reganti, Emma Park, Caleb Lamanek, and Jacob Bosch.
1: Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode four of the Cosmic Force. I am one of your hosts, Tyler Reganti. Thank you all for joining us tonight on the Uteni Podcast Network. Um, we're in a little, uh, again, in a little bit of, of new territory here because uh, this is new content for us. We've we've never practiced this. Um, so this is going to be a fun show. Um, uh, joining me tonight is our regular group of hosts, and I'm going to toss it over first to Emma, who is sporting an awesome Uteni merchandise right there. Emma, how you doing?
2: I am doing wonderful yes I've got my cosmic force shirt on for our audio listeners it's uh, a red uh, f- uh, shirt with our logo on it and I love it and you uh, the public will soon be able to get one of your own so stay tuned for that
1: yes yes um, Jose is working on on cleaning up the storefront right now so uh, so we can get some new new articles of uh some merchandise out there and that will be one of the new article new new merch so keep an eye out for that uh caleb how are you doing tonight uh my fellow fully vaccinated uh host
2: yes
3: absolutely yeah i got shot yesterday so if i start nodding off and drooling on the mic halfway through (laughs) the episode you'll know why it's not because of my massive cocaine problem (laughs) yeah caleb Caleb
1: and i were caleb and i were definitely a little a little concerned because i got my second vaccine earlier today caleb had mentioned that he had gotten it recently as well so we were like yeah we don't necessarily know how this is going to work for the show tonight so so far so good uh and hopefully we'll be able to get through the show without any any severe um um you know effects of anything going on issues uh last but not least our producer uh jacob how's it going tonight
0: you know uh i'm a little offended i am also fully vaccinated as of last friday so thanks well for you're fully that. vaccinated Man, and
1: fully fully inoculated and, and and over all the bad stuff I'm, I'm over the bad stuff. I'm not fully immune yet, but uh, and yeah, I'm getting mine we're, on we're Friday, ca- so
2: I'll join the cool kids.
1: <laughs> I was going to say I know you've exactly. got the first one, Emma. All right, good. So yes, yes this is our our our, our PSA here uh, yes. that we are all all get, getting the vaccination <laughs> and doing our part. Uh, so, so yeah, there's our, our unscripted PSA for the night. So, anyways. Yes, uh, get vaccinated. We are <laughs> at, let's get back to the actual topic. Uh, we are a Star Wars comics podcast that broadcasts live right here on YouTube.com slash Every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. If you can't join us live, that's okay. We Our videos are available on YouTube.com at all times. And news, breaking news here, we are... Actually, a podcast. Now we are no longer just a video cut video uh, on on YouTube. We are starting to get into all of the podcast platforms. I know that I can verify that we are definitely on Spotify, and I believe Jacob, you said that there were some people that were in the Discord that said that they found us on Apple Podcast as well. Correct?
0: Yes, that's correct
1: so if you start so, so you can start looking for us on in all of your podcast networks uh and and when you do give us a like to make it easier for all everybody else to be able to find us uh we are part of the utini podcast network uh what is that you might ask well utini is a community of positive fans that share our love for the greater star wars universe novels comics audio dramas and and everything in between, if you love Star Wars and you've been looking for a community of people to share that love in a positive way, well, that's wh- that's who we are. We have a Discord of almost 1,000 members now. Um, that, that link will be in the show notes and it will be in the chat. So find your way over there. Join into the uh, the introduce yourself chat channel and uh, and introduce yourself. Tell them that you you came to the Discord via the Cosmic Force uh, podcast, and you'll be greeted by a bunch of fellow comic lovers and Star Wars lovers alike. Uh, if you like what you see and you want to say thanks, you can also head over to our Patreon channel at patreoncom utini, where for as little as five dollars a month, you can gain exclusive access to the entire Utini podcast network of shows, as well as ex- as exclusive merch and community involvement activities. Uh, I know that Timothy is is busy planning some of those activities coming up. So uh, yeah, join in to, uh, join our, our uh, Patreon and, and be gain access to all of that. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into the, the show tonight. Uh, we will start with our weekly pull list. And Jacob, we've got a big one this week. I don't know if any of you guys uh, – we, we were talking about this before, before we got started. But uh, what came out this week?
0: yeah a big one's a bit of an understatement we got darth vader 2020 issue number 11 uh which is into the fire part six exegol it's written by greg Pak, pencils by Raphael yanko covered by aaron cooter uh colorist uh niraj manon and letterer joe caramanga uh and i gotta say this is probably easily the most discussed comic book we've ever had in discord that isn't named high republic oh for sure like 100%. the conversation was going wild today and it is uh, no again we don't like to spoil but it is wild if you haven't read it yet i highly recommend it um and one thing we are doing new this week um every all the weekly poll lists all the things i talk about here uh you can find the links to those in the description of the youtube uh in the youtube description so if you're watching live and you want to buy this in Comicsology? You can go ahead and do that right now. Um, although we'd appreciate it if you uh, stick around in the meantime.
1: Yeah, this is this this was a this was a big big issue. There were there were a lot of we're not like I said we're not going to get into spoilers, but there are a lot of Star Wars expanded universe a, a universe lore going on mm. right now in, in in this issue.
2: A lot of implications yeah. for for a lot of things. If you haven't read it yet and you're trying to keep up with the series. Please do yourself a favor and read it so that you don't get spoiled. You don't want to be spoiled for this. It was um, probably my favorite issue of any comic that's come out this year so far. Gotta say.
1: Be Nasty in the chat says this comic broke my mind today. And, and I would agree. And you oh, know totally. the only thing, my, own, my only gripe about this is, and I said this, I, th- I think I said this in the Slack, knowing that War of the Bounty Hunter is coming up, this felt like a season finale because <clears throat> yeah. they're going to be, st- I, f- I think they're going to be stopping with this storyline for yeah. for a little bit i believe bit, so right? yep so yeah, I that's right.
0: gonna be like another four or five months at least until we see any of this maybe coming back and it's like no no keep going like right. i want to uh, don't get me wrong i want to read war the bounty Hunters, But like no i, I want this now
2: <laughs> yeah exactly
1: yes the very very great uh this is it's it, it's great and and this is this is exactly why why i personally love comics because you you i don't think you could i don't think you could give this justice Maybe, maybe in a novel, but but to, to to see some of the imagery that goes along with it, I, it's just it's it's perfect. It's 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 awesome. Um, Jacob, is that the only thing that we've got in the uh, in the weekly pollist?
0: Mm, well, no. So there, okay. There's also a, like Marvel's releasing a collection of all the Empire Strikes Back variant covers, but that's not exactly what we're here for. Um, it's May the Fourth is next week, so there's a big sale going on on Comicsology mm-hmm. right now. Uh so mm. we have a there's three like I mean it's all Star Wars basically stuff is on sale uh, as far as trade paperbacks go. Uh but there are three like separate uh collections so there's the May the 4th sale which is basically all Marvel canon stuff for the most part. Uh so you can go ahead and see and get uh any like any trade paperback or anything that you might want to catch up on. Uh there's also one for Legends for our Legends fans. I don't know if Jared's here but you can get will it was wild the like you can get an omnibus for a dollar so yeah if you want to catch up on legends now is the time to get going with that if you're not already on the marvel unlimited train uh and then the last one is actually i thought was pretty interesting was star (laughs) as you can see they're all green now um for me uh (laughs) star wars uh, star wars adventures uh all of those trade paperbacks are on sale i did that as well yeah yeah if you're like for me this is great i'm a, I'm a marvel <laughs> unlimited reader so i can't read these on marvel Unlimited. well you know for the low low price of like 68 dollars, you can buy everything so
2: yeah uh, I, I bought all of the I adventures did. as well uh because um well i recently purchased marvel unlimited as much as i was touting comicsology because
1: uh you
2: know jared got me into legends One comics so, yeah exactly <laughs> So mm-hmm. Jerry got me into Legends comics. and I'm like, okay, you know, now, now I'm like obsessed with reading these. So I guess I'll get a year of Marvel Unlimited. But I haven't read the adventures yet. And that's the only canon comics piece that I'm missing. So I purchased all of them, um, you know, p- pretty much 50% off. And it's an amazing deal. Yeah. And, and I also saw something somewhere. And I don't know if this is accurate. So, so don't take my word for this. But I saw that you could potentially buy all of the Legends comics for something around like $150 or something like that. I, don't yeah, know if I also right. saw that post. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think Skooma Joe wow. said that in Discord. But if you want to get in on that sale again, those links are also in the YouTube description down below, so you can pull. There's a one for the Canon, the Legends, and the Star Wars Adventures line. So, yeah, go check that out. Pick up whatever you might, whatever might interest you. If you, if you're looking for suggestions, I mean, you can ask in chat or just. Hop over to Discord. I'm sure someone will be able to help you there. Uh, it looks like into.
1: it looks like in the in the chat, Mike A took advantage of the Legends sale a bit. B Nasty got the Dark Empire and Thrawn trilogy. So there's a lot of there's a lot of love going out out there. Um, I also wanted to men- make mention in the in the chat. Cad Ben asks a great question, and I'm going to actually toss this over to to, to Caleb here. Cad asks, you know, when we were talking about, about Vader 11. He asked. Do you have to be caught up on the other Vader lines before reading this line? He says he's read twenty fifteen, but that's the only thing that's, he's read. Then you're going above and beyond. You don't need to know anything to
3: get into twenty twenty. It's a it's Cabot's kind of own standalone sort of thing taking place there. There's, don't get me wrong. There's some great content in Dark Lord of Sith. There's some great content in twenty fifteen. So you do yourself a favor, but it's not. You don't have to read everything in publication public in publishing order. That's the word I'm looking for. So you told you it's going to be a rough night.
1: <laughs> yes. So we want to make sure, keep, keep those questions coming. We want to make sure like, like we, we know that there's a lot of, of comics rookies out there. So uh, I wanted to make sure that I saw that question. Cause CAD, I, I know that you're not the only person who's probably thinking that. So Yes don't now don't get me wrong go back and read those other vader lines uh those are those are 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 great it seems like you've already read the the charles soul line which is outstanding but uh yeah make sure you you get in there you 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 read the new line you you jump into the discord and and you you participate in the conversation because there's a lot of theories going out on there uh, in in our in our discord right now and it's it's awesome um so in addition to Darth Vader Eleven, I want to kind of get into uh, what we're loving this week, um, and we're going to start with art of the week, and and, and I'm going first. Um, I was getting caught up. I, I knew that 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 this issue was 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 coming up. Uh, this is this is not a spoiler, um, but this is from Vader Twenty Twenty Issue Number Seven. Um, the, the, the art here is by Raphael Ineco. He's a penciler and, and Narij Menon. Uh, he's a colorist. Um, and I just, I, 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 was reading this and I just, I thought it was a really interesting callback to episode three. Um, cause it kind of, it, this is, this is, uh, Vader going back to Mustafar and, and, and seeing, uh, his past transgressions. Um, but I also thought, especially with that panel down there at the bottom, that it was a really interesting, sort of connection to to vader's current state in the comic i'm not going to go into any spoilers there but uh Mm. as 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 decrepit as that 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 corpse is there in the in in the foreground uh vader is also going through a little bit of a hard time uh in this book and and i just i thought it was in addition to to just an amazing look um there was a little bit of storytelling going on there and i appreciated that so uh that was my art of the week uh emma uh what is your art of the week this week
2: yeah, so I don't have anything as dark and depressing as that corpse, <laughs> uh, but I, <laughs> I do have a uh, a beautiful portrait of Naboo. It looks like the, the house from the late country in Attack of the Clones. Um, and this is from uh, Star Wars Obsessions number two, another Legends comic. I think that's the second week in a row for me. Thanks a lot, Jared. Um, <laughs> uh, this art is by Brian Ching, and it's just gorgeous with the way that the sun is sort of shining over the house and... Um I don't know. It, it was just gorgeous. Uh nothing too special about it other than its pure beauty. And uh who knows, maybe there's a wedding going on there with uh with some droids witnessing. Um Caleb, what's your art of the week?
3: Um we're continuing this trend of Darth Vader. This one comes from Darth Vader Dark Lord of the Sith issue uh twenty five art by Giuseppe Cama um, As Um I said it's Like, essentially, for, like, a more appropriate term to avoid as much spoilers, Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, is going through, like, an astral projection, going through, like, the astral plane. So we see, like, the ghost of his force, like, moving through this sort of thing. So we kind of get, like, snippets of his life as we uh, progress through this series, you know, as a kid, as a adolescent as an adult and if you notice there as on the last panel his arm is now in a different color that's because it's now artificial and when we continue to keep going forward like now his legs and all of his arms it's interesting to see how being so crippled into real life has still carried over to the astral plane so some really great storytelling some really great line work and i just love what they do with the panel setup so i love this sort of um uh, this you know storytelling Tyler, what have you been uh, watching?
0: Wow.
1: Well, I will tell you what I'm reading in a second, but first I'm going to go to Jacob (laughs) and let him sort of explain what his (laughs) Art of the Week is.
0: All right, so my Art of the Week is from Star Wars 2015, number 41. This is art by Salvador LaRocca, and this whole arc is about the destruction of Jeddah and our heroes kind of visiting what's left after uh, Rogue One. And so this is the panel I picked. Um, I don't know if like I don't know if what struck out to me was this panel specifically, but I think just the culmination of the art around this area. So like Luke basically walks up to the edge of where it got blasted by the Death Star, and there's just this cataclysmic storm and all like all these cool weather effects and thunder and lightning and fire and smoke. And I think just the the culmination of all of these pages is what really kind of sold this beauty and destruction to me um so i i love it i think it was really cool
2: wow y'all went so,
1: dark yeah, this week like, <laughs>
3: exactly i'm surprised <laughs> you didn't like early in an earlier issue of uh, of that run there they also show like you know um it from the the uh the jedda from space and you see literally like it's a circle of giant like hole cut busted out of it and I, that was like really striking to see just like this planet is done mm. for yeah so really great art in that whole run there um, speaking of really great art, we do have one uh, submitted by our very own community member, member, Aiden, aka Jedi Pig. This one, another uh, great choice. Dark Lord of the Sith, Vader, number twenty, kind of set up. You know, he's been asked by his Dark Lord, the Emperor, where do you want to make your home base, and it's you know bubbled out there, but he calmly declares that he wants mustafar the scene of his greatest failure as his home base so it's really great just you know powerful looking and uh the it's hard to say like emotion but you can kind of feel like that tension from him even though you don't see his face that's why you know darth Vader has some amazing moments in comics so thank you uh aiden you know your submission was Great, A, all approved, so if you're out there and you want to have your submission uh, up for a decision, sh- shoot us at Discord, hit us up at Twitter, and we will make sure to uh, nominate you for Art of the Week.
0: Yeah, so one thing real quick with that, normally we've been giving away a free comic book code uh, to the people that have won, so people have gotten codes for higher public 1 through 4, or someone asked for a bounty hunter's code we had the other week. I'm going to pull an Audible. The other hosts don't even know I'm going to do this. Uh, so, you know, we got that sale going on right now. Uh, Aiden, I don't think you're watching in chat right now, but uh, I'll let you know. Uh, pick a uh, Omnibus in Legends, and I'll just buy it for you. Look at that. $2. Whoa, look at that. So, you, you've you upgraded from one comic to, like, oh, I don't know, at least six comics right now. Uh, wow. And this sale's going through next Thursday. So I'm not going to guarantee anything, but if someone wins next week, then they might just find themselves in a similar situation. Ooh, y'all better
2: so, send well, us your best art.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you, let's let's get those submissions in and yeah. see if we can't
3: B- get big st- money. Jacob here putting a whole dollar into our community. <laughs> wow,
0: a singular <laughs> dollar making it rain right now. Potentially two, depending on what he picks. But
2: that's amazing. Yeah, good incentive. Get your art into us, people. We love to see it.
1: Yes, that's at Cosmic Force Show on Twitter. Uh, or the Cosmic Force channel on Discord, or if you want to just uh, message uh, one of us privately on on Discord, you can do that too. But yeah, let's get those those, those submissions in there and 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 make uh, make Jacob uh, part buy somebody else an omnibus next week. So, <laughs> all right, now that we've gone through the art, uh, we're going to talk about what we've been reading, um, and I I've. I kind of slacked off two weeks ago, and I kind of made up for it now that I was able to go get out of the house. I was able to to catch up on, on, on Darth Vader, so I'm caught up on Darth Vader. Uh, I'm caught up on both of the High Republic series. Uh, I'm caught up on Bounty Hunters. I, I've i started getting to get caught up on Dr. Aphra. I'm, I'm through uh, number six, Aphra Af- number six on that. Um, I, I I've... Almost finished this uh, Poe Dameron trade paperback number one um, as as research for tonight's for tonight's episode. Uh, but I've also been been working uh, through my backlog of uh, of novels. I'm, I'm about halfway through Phasma, and then um, this other book came out uh, yesterday uh, d- about but this blue skin guy um, called Greater I never Good. Heard of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's also come out. So I've been I've, I've been reading that. So I've been trying to be busy. I've, uh, I've in divide my time equally. Um, but yeah, it's been a busy week. Emma, what are you reading?
2: Yeah, so I've been really busy with uh, finals. My semester's ending um, next week, so I've been really busy with that. Um, really happy about it, though. Um, but I did read uh, Darth Vader, the new Darth Vader, of course. I didn't want to miss that. And uh, New Thrawn, like like uh Tyler mentioned, I I had the honor of reviewing that for Uteni um in a in a video. So uh, I've I've already read it, but. Um, I guess I would include that since I didn't want to talk about it earlier. Um, But, yeah, it's a fantastic book. Seriously, I highly recommend picking it up. Um, Zahn's writing is some of the best it's ever been. The more he writes Theron, the better it gets. Um, Seriously, I I couldn't recommend it enough. So go pick it up if you haven't. Read Eric's review on the site if you haven't. Uh, You can catch my video review on YouTube. And those reviews, they don't have... um, They have light spoilers, but nothing that uh, really... Uh, impacts the plot so so feel free to check those out if you're hesitant about reading the book and um, yeah and chat about it in uh in discord with us because there's been a lot of great conversation going on Uh, we use spoiler tags for anything that's super specific and we love to chat about um, new releases in there it's a ton of fun
1: now now what about if it's been a while since you've read chaos rising and you want to get caught up on that do we have any resources for that
2: We do. Our Nathan, who also hosts videos for us, uh, he did a Chaos Rising recap, which is extremely helpful because, I mean, Thrawn novels, always super complicated and complex uh, in a good way. Lots of apostrophes. Um, uh, Lots of apostrophes, (laughs) perhaps, and and all that good stuff. Um, So yeah, absolutely check out that video before you read Greater Good. It's going to be a great help to you. It's much easier than reading through Wikipedia or anything like that. Uh, and Nathan did a bang up job with that.
0: Yeah, and if you're like me, you'll try and Google some or try and look up something on Wikipedia, intentionally a more vague article to refresh yourself on something, and then still spoil something from from Greater Good. So <laughs> yeah, just don't don't be me.
3: Yeah, wikis and spoilers are just go hand in hand.
0: Literally, like I looked, and it had been edited at 5:30 the morning the, the book came out. Oh. And I was like, oh. wow, <laughs> it's like you couldn't wait. But yeah, but you can trust Utini about uh, yes. spoilers. So, yeah, so so
2: Uteni you know, we're better spoilers. than Wikipedia in that in that way. We, we won't spoil you. Uh, we're very good about that. So so you don't have to worry with us.
1: Yes, the Living Force gives what is it? It's it's usually a month before they start talking. Yeah, their, about they, a month. They, they do their roundtables, right? Yeah, um,
0: yeah, month for roundtables, and then in Discord you have it's three months for a book until you can start openly post- posting without spoiler tags. So. Yes.
1: Yes. Our Discord is great. Uh, I, I, we we can't plug it enough. We have a very respectful, very active, and very respectful Discord. Um, who. I, I think even when there's a spoiler posted, it's usually by accident because mm-hmm. they don't know how to spoiler tag it, yeah. and they very very quickly about taking it back down. Admins are in there making sure that there's no, that there's nobody nobody spoiling things. It's it's really great, and and I really just a shout out to to the, to the Utini community yeah. in, in general. Have we hit 1,000 members? We, last yet? time
2: I checked, we are 30 no. members away. So if you're not in our Discord yet, we would love to have you. We need to get into the the, uh, the quadruple digits. That that'll be a great accomplishment.
0: Yeah, live Absolutely. update. We're
1: at nine hundred and seventy two members right now. Nine hundred and seventy
2: two. Right, Who knows?
0: Maybe when go. we
1: when we hit a thousand, Jacob will buy somebody else something something new as well. <laughs>
0: okay, hold on.
1: There.
3: <laughs> kind of like taking kind of like you know, taking your uh coupon book out on your first date. There you go. There you go. <laughs>
1: Caleb, what are you reading this week?
3: I've been going bouncing around a lot of things. I've been, you know, in preparation for this show, I've been reading uh, some more Poe Dameron, getting kind of running through that series, a lot of 2015 Star Wars, like Jacob. So, run through the uh, Jedha arc right there. And, you know, for those non-Star Wars things, I've been catching up on, I read Cable 2020, a good amount of issues there for uh, the artist's work there. So, you know, a lot of smattering, nothing super deep just yet. Just getting things ready so we can talk intelligently this episode. Jacob, what have you been uh, reading?
0: So, yeah, I mentioned I'd read Darth Vader 11. What I did not mention is prior to uh, the other day, I had not read any of darth Vader 2020 so i read all 11 issues in one sitting so that was a lot of fun um very good yeah definitely would recommend um and i'm really excited to yeah we mentioned it but i'm I'm very interested to see how it's going to go from this crazy crazy high to war of the bounty hunters where he's going to be like hunting dr or han solo or something like that it's i don't know how they're going to get there um but we'll see uh and then also yeah i haven't read it yet but like i said i bought all of the star wars adventures books um so i'm i'm i read like 30 marvel books in the past week i'll probably maybe start mixing in some idw here and there and maybe just maybe in in like two or three months i'll have finished everything but we'll see (laughs) that's it's
1: very optimistic well, there's plenty of content on there, uh, and 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 I can only imagine what the sales are going to be coming uh, that w- are going to happen in the next week as well, because we we haven't even hit May, May the fourth yet. So that's usually when there's a lot of lot of sales out there as well. So I'm sure there's going to be even more out there. So, all right, we are back, and we are going to get into the the main course of the show tonight, um, and that is an artist spotlight this week. Um, as we've said before in previous episodes, you know we uh, a lot of people know the comic writers, um, but there's more than just writers who get into in, into comics, and 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 the artists are are equally, if not in some instances, even more important than than, than some of the writers. And so we at the Cosmic Force and in Utini as a whole, we want to make sure we spotlight uh, those creative people as well. And tonight we're gonna we are going to have a spotlight on Film Noto. Um, we've got. Uh, uh, an image of him up on the, on the screen right now um, he's he is an artist for for a number of Star Wars series um, notably uh, Poe Dameron um, which it, that was written by Charles Soule uh, he was the artist for books 1 through 6 and books 8 through 13 uh, he was also at the same time um, what was the artist for the miniseries Chewbacca that came out I believe that was about uh, 2016 2015 right towards 2015 yeah, yeah. Uh, that was written by Jerry Dugan. Uh, that was a that was a five issue miniseries. They ran a series. They ran Chewbacca, Lando, Caleb's probably favorite. Right? Am I? Uh... Oh yeah, absolutely. Lando. Um, I feel like they had, like a Han Solo there too. They
0: had Han, Solo. Han Solo. Yep. They had There's Leia. Princess Leia. Yeah.
1: So they had a number of little, little four-issue, five-issue miniseries, and and Chewbacca had had his own uh, own spotlight, uh, and and Noto was the artist on that, and he was also uh, a an artist that was in the Mainline comic for 2015. Those were written by Greg Pak. Uh, he was the artist for issues 68 through 75. Um, but the main reason that we were we wanted to feature him tonight is his, he was also responsible for some concept artwork uh, for the High Republic, uh, in addition to working on some variant covers as well, notably Kanan number one, Darth Vader number four from 2015, Star Wars number four from 2015, um, Princess Leia number three, uh, Vader down number one the the Marvel adaptation of the Force Awakens and uh, an alternate cover for Shattered Empire number one, um, so he's 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 very very well known in the the, the Star Wars community and uh, uh J- Jacob's got some uh, some of those covers up there right now and and I, I, I want to get you all's thoughts uh, I want to go to Emma first um, Emma what are, what are when when you hear Phil Noto as an artist what's something that that that, that comes to mind when it comes to his artwork
2: Yeah so. Immediately when I think of Phil Noto's art, it's just his sort of instantly recognizable style. And I can't really put my finger on exactly what makes it unique, but I can always tell when Phil Noto drew something and I literally can't do that with any other artist. And I'm not I have no idea why, Um, but that's that to me is really special Um, especially because we think more in terms of like the writing and how uh, how that's more memorable than the art but in this case for me Phil Noto is very memorable I think my first experience with his art was Shattered Empire the the cover uh, when I saw the cover and the cover instantly drew me into that comic and his art just has such a great way of capturing your interest and I think that that's what he does best.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. I think my first experience was with uh, Chewbacca and uh, R&D great. I think if I were to like, try to say it, sum it up in one word of how he can describe it, this might be a little off. It seems like his art is kind of soft. Like Mm. there's some very light colors into that. And it's not like it's like soft and like, you know, it's melding together or quite like watercolors like we saw in Dark Empire. it's just like a kind of wash he does over it so it seems like it's not as harsh or in your face there there's some great line work some great you know bold you know outlines but when you actually get into it like Chewbacca looks
1: fuzzy he looks warm (laughs) that's hard to do in an image uh be nasty in the chat in addition to calling him the legend uh says the way that he does faces sticks out to, to sticks out to him um, mm. Mike also says that, that he was going to say that his, his imagery is soft as well. Jacob, uh, what are your thoughts on, on Noto?
0: I think, so one thing I think he does exceptionally well is, which it's something you don't really think of in comics for the artist, is his world building. Uh, something that stuck out to me is, I mean, obviously he's done a lot for the High Republic and that's just another example of that. But one thing that really stuck out with me when I was reviewing art for this was the his Poe Dameron art uh and specifically how he handled the first order because as large as like the first order is in like the military might of it we don't really see like we don't see a diversity of its like military and like its ships and everything like that in the movies. like it's like you see the tie fighter you see like two star destroyers and that's i mean that's about it like you don't and well then there's like the walkers on crate but he adds a lot of different ships to really flesh out the look of the First Order Navy in Podamran. Like we got like there's like a floating like landing pad, kind of similar to like a Hell Carrier in yeah. Marvel. Uh, there's a few different Star Wars destroyer variants. So I think he kind of fleshes out that broad, diverse military strength that kind of is more reminiscent of the Empire, and I really like that.
3: Exactly, like his. Um, like his technology has very details into it that you know you can tell he was thinking about how it actually operates and you know there's a lot of you know great detail as I said like his character seems soft but you know that doesn't seem to apply to his
0: machines and his spaceships. so yeah there's a lot of like really fun work he did with that he also drew the Carrion spike which is like the coolest ship in Star Wars as far <laughs> as I'm concerned
2: I agree <laughs> but... yeah it's a cool ship
0: Tarkin has
3: good tastes. He does
0: have good taste. Do it real quickly. I know we we like briefly mentioned the covers. Do we all want to kind of go around and say like if we have a favorite cover out of this bunch that he had done? So like there's the there's the variant covers for like all the different series in 2015 he did at the top. And then we got the Force Awakens variant, the Vader Down variant, this Shattered Empire A cover. And then I just picked a cool cover from Poe Dameron. So it was an even number. But does anyone have a favorite out of the bunch?
2: I do, yeah.
3: Uh, it's got to be. Go ahead, Caleb. Oh, go ahead. Okay. No, if you insist. Um, Vader down, 100%. Just, like, the, the way he flips, you know, the classic original Star Wars trilogy poster with, you know, now Darth Vader and Afra in the front ground, you know, matching the posings. Like, you know, it, like he's obviously aping something else, and that's but that's great. Like, the way it kind of shapes and faces up. I just love the creativity of that one. Even he's even got the font down with Vader down turning into like the Star Wars font.
2: <laughs> um, for me, it has to be the Force Awakens one. Um, I-, I love how he takes inspiration from the movie poster but doesn't copy the movie poster. Um, and again, like uh, I think it was Nassi said in the chat, like the faces are on point here, um, and the colors are really nice. I don't know. There's something about it that really draws my eye.
1: I I'll have to to, to say something that um that Emma had mentioned earlier and that's that's the shattered empire cover because that I I, I bought those issues because of this cover because I, I I this came out this was journey to the force awakens so this was this like 2016ish 2016. yeah so I was brand new to comics um, didn't really know about the branching story you know branching titles and 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 how Interconnected yet independent, they were. Um, And this was outside of this outside of Star Wars mainline. This was the first kind of detour that I took, and it's all because of that cover right there. Just because it's, in addition to soft, it's also it's 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 a very warm and inviting look. And it and 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 this it has all of our favorite you know classic characters on it, and and you know I I I wanted to learn more about what the story was going to be based off the cover, and it's a very telling and very interesting thing to do, to be able to sell at least me on on a story just based off just based off of the cover.
0: Yeah, I definitely gotta concur with you there. Just like the the soft warmth of that cover, like it really like hits that nostalgia of me being a kid watching Reve- uh, Return of the Jedi, freaking yub Nub is blasting <laughs> in the background. Like, there's not, like you can't beat that. Well, except for the cover, I got. I still got... I mean, I got to echo Caleb. That Vader Down cover is sick. It is. Like, not only... Yeah, you got the... Yeah, just that classic homage. And then I don't think you mentioned there's Triple Zero and BT as R2 and C3PO in the background. I loved it so much that I went and bought it on eBay, like, a day after... I Basically, the day I found this existed during my research. Um, So, that'll be here on Saturday. I spend too much money on Star Wars, but that's okay. That's, you know... <laughs> Who doesn't? It's okay, who here among l- us? enable it. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> enable has it? not spent too much money on Star Wars. Uh,
1: I, I think all of us have both been enablers and and been enabled, uh, especially sure. in the comics chat. Um, I will not name names, but you all know who you are uh, in the in Mike, the in the comics Discord. I name say names. <laughs> names, but you all know who you are. Who who are the enablers in in that channel? Um, but but yeah. So so we we kind of. We we kind of chose a couple of different topics tonight that we're, we're kind of gonna 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 talk about in the in in a sense of, of really de- describing his his Noto's art style, uh, and the and the first uh, topic that we that we have down here is his example of inks, and and we use Poe uh, dammer number eight. As an example of that, and and we were talking about this kind of kind of in the in the pre-show. So uh, and Jacob had a really amazing description of of kind of what it is that he's talking about here. So I'm going to let Jacob kind of kind of run this 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 little segment here.
0: Yeah. So I really wanted to pick this page out because I think inking, especially for newer comic book readers, you don't. It's not as intuitive as like, oh, I draw the pencils, I do the colors, I write the letters. Like inking can be a little vague in what that actually is. So this is a really great example. As you can see, the heavy outlines along Poe with his eyes and his arms and his shirt, but then with with Timon and, and with Jessica, it's it's much more soft look, and a lot of that has to do with like the more like muted like pastel color palette. But then also you have the 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 softer inks don't really make it pop as much. So this panel, is like sh- that shifting perspective, and he illustri- you know he enhances that shift by using different art styles but yeah i think this is a really for those who are newer to newer to uh comic book art i think this is a really easy way to see what what inking does to a panel
2: Mm, i honestly don't think i noticed that until you pointed it out how how uh uh, snap and um is that jessica down there uh Mm -hmm. how how different they look uh to poe based on the inks that's very interesting
3: yeah, like those are supposed to be, I think, flashbacks. So, you know, anytime you do a flashback, it makes sense to have like a softer color palette. Mm-hmm. Like it seems to be like a movie cast kind of shorthand that we're doing it. So, yeah, there's just some really great you know work in there. You know, there's also, you know, fun details like background characters and like, you know, things on the floor. BB-8 offering them a towel. You know, these little things make it a lot more interesting.
1: And it's it's really interesting to to know... To have the the talent to paint more on the screen on, on the image than what is going on. I mean that bottom panel there, where where Poe is sit Poe is sitting there. It, you you have the feeling that Poe of, of what Poe was going through, but utilizing everything around it, utilizing BB eight being the trusty companion and and really just telling more elements of the story and that's why it's so important to uh, to really appreciate the artwork because it, it adds so much more gravity to what the story is 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 telling by having those little sorts of details there in in and even from the, the coloring, to to adding all the details around it, to to making sure all of... Because I've seen some work, and, and, and I think Bounty Hunters is, is probably the, the best example of... I don't think that there's a lot of effort. I shouldn't say effort. I don't want to say that. The focus of the art in Bounty Hunters is really on the main points of the story. There's a lot of very anime style backgrounds in in that book because the action is right in front of you. But Noto here takes the time to really give you a full picture. And I think it's really, really interesting for, for his ability to do that.
2: Mm. Yeah, in the background here, I, I'm pretty sure this was on Dakar if I'm remembering correctly, but you mm. can pretty much tell that from the, the wall that, that Poe is framed up against. And I think that that's kind of rare in comics that you could gather the location based on... Just a s- tiny snippet of background, and that that's really great to see.
1: So, in addition to 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 this, another thing that that, w- that he does very well is is really the ability to capture motion. Mm. Uh, we've got a couple of of different examples here, but we're going to start with, with Chewy number number one, and and I'm going to let um, Jacob you 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 chose these panels, so I'm going to let you kind of describe what you what, what we're seeing here
0: yeah so this is um this is chewie kind of like basically runs in with a with a small kid and helps him out through some tough times. It's a classic star Wars story, uh, but she's a bit of a scoundrel uh, in her own right and she's just running away from some local mob enforcers and hopping on a speeder bike. But you know what really sells the motion isn't the fact that she's in a running pose, but the fact that the background is changing and blurring and the focus is shifting throughout the panel and then it culminates into her hopping on the speeder bike and then obviously you know our, our mind fills in the rest so i think this was a pretty cool example of showing that in, in a in a way um I, emma actually collected a ton of examples of motion in in his comics especially in the star wars line but yeah i i really like this one uh to highlight
1: that
2: yeah for sure you can Kong. you can feel the, the speeder bike moving towards you and i love when that happens
1: Caleb, what were you going to say? Gonk. (laughs) Gonk. (laughs) Insightful. Exactly.
3: You know, the best sword droid out there. But yeah, no, the motion blurring is not overdone. Like, it could easily be a really bad visual Mm -hmm. effect, but he uses it very well here, so it can kind of, you know exactly what's going on. It's not confusing. So, and like, the way your eyes move about the, the page, like I kind of like you know, on that you know, this um the second to last panel there, where she's reaching down and turning on a thing. It's like this, we keep the same angle with that to the speeder bike, so we can you know, we feel the continuation of that motion.
1: Yeah, we've got a couple of other examples uh, of, of motion as well, I believe. This is um, well, it has Chewie in it, but I believe according to the show notes, this is this is Star Wars issue sixty nine.
2: It is that is correct. Yeah, I found this one, and um, honestly, it, it, I mean, like I said, with the speeder bike, it feels like it's moving towards you. It feels like Chewie's running straight at you, and you kind of want to move away, (laughs) like uh, just the way that he uses lines to sort of capture like wind, sort of pushing back, uh, you know, uh, wind resistance on, on Chewie and 3PO, uh, really, really stood out to me. And there's even, a, another one from Star Wars 71. Uh, the motion of the lightsaber here I found, uh, uh, to be great. Um, with the blurring of the lightsaber, you really, you, you don't need to see the entire like swoosh of the lightsaber to know that it happened. Um, which I think is great because you you don't need words to say that he he cut him in half. You don't need the visual of the droid that is cut in half to say that he cut something in half. You can tell it just from the blurring of the lightsaber.
1: Yeah, I've I've had. I, I mean, there have been a couple times in Invader where I have to really study, especially when he's using his 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 lightsaber in smaller panels, where I really have to study the image and understand where his hand is Mm. what is going on because i mean also because star wars is is still some you know family friendly like there's not a lot of traditional violence i was trying to figure out how the best way to say that there's not a lot of blood and Mm -hmm. gore i mean we all know that lightsabers instantly cauterize wounds and there's a reason for that Uh, and that's because there's no blood um and and it's 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 very like in this panel here with luke like it's very obvious what is going on it's very you know you can tell where he he what he's slicing where he's hitting it which way he's going uh and it's a really interesting way to, to 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 look at that panel
0: yeah, it's like, I feel like part of it is it's Luke in, you know, post A New Hope. So he's not as skilled. He's not doing crazy like prequel flips or anything like that. But, you know, yeah, there are some there's some Star Wars comics where you have panel where it's like point A of lightsaber strike. And then the next panel is like point E of lightsaber strike. Mm-hmm. And they did. You can tell yeah. that they did a ton of stuff in between. But you, it, you know, you're going to have to do some mental backflips to try and connect all those dots. And here mm-hmm. here it's very simple. You know, he swung and he chopped the droid in half, but it looks great. Exactly.
2: Absolutely, and we've got uh, Star Wars seventy one again. Yep, Star Wars seventy one once again. A lot of good motion with the lines again, similar to the Chewbacca and uh, C three PO image. This character, his name is Dar Champion, which is like quite the Star Wars name. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) that's a
1: legend's name right there.
2: Right there. Yeah. And uh, you know, you could just. You you feel like like Leia's punching towards you because of, of Noto's uh, use of lines, and I thought this was another great example of his use of motion.
3: Mm-hmm. Like you can also see a little blurring there on that top panel, mm. right at her middle knuckle there. So you know it's like we're seeing some culmination of the you know the kind of shout lines, the blurring there, the onomatopoeia of the whoosh and the crack. You know that always adds a lot more, mm,
1: and I always appreciate so. it when they make the panel a little bit more three dimensional you see the sleeve uh, her her left sleeve is, is coming outside of the panel yeah. right. her fist and her, and and the fingers of of champion are, are coming out I, I always love it when 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 they do that and then to switch the the, the, the position with that with the grab underneath of that where you now have have the have the two standing there, not in a panel. It's not in a, right. in, a, in a defined panel. I, th- those are just subtle subtle art choices that are really that really show the level of detail and and, and really insight that, that 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 these artists have.
2: Yeah, Noto does that a lot with um, sort of moving characters outside of the panel like I know a lot uh, he does this a lot in the Poe Dameron series where he'll put like a a little circle and then uh, like when there's a starfighter battle going on he'll put like a little circle with the pilot's face in it so you can kind of see their face when they're talking even though we only see their starships Um, and it's things like that that he 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 does characterization very well in that way. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Eric in the chat says Leia punching folks in the face is always the best. Yes, it's true. We have to a- any time that Leia Leia has hero moments like this, uh, it 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 really is awesome and have it to have it a- uh, accented by Noto's art style is 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 great. Uh, what are we what are we looking at here? This is Star Wars seventy four.
2: That's correct. Yes. Uh,
1: and what what are we looking at uh, here in the in, in the top panel?
2: Yeah, so there's I don't remember what uh like planet or, or moon this is called, um, uh, but it's it's Chewbacca and C3PO's sort of uh side adventure you could say. And um the planet or moon is sort of uh, sort of tearing itself apart almost. And here in this top panel, I mean you c you almost feel like you're uh vibrating as well. Uh the motion blur is, is really there. Uh, with the, you know, rumble, you know, type of <laughs> words in the bottom. Um, just another great use of of, uh, of motion.
3: Got some good panel layout there as well with Han's head poking mm-hmm. out the top. I kind of like how it's like set up. So Han's kind of right in the middle and Luke's a little off center. It it almost looks like you can tell that they're looking at each other, even though they're probably, and they're talking to each other. So you can tell the relation there just with those two panels, even though they're in
0: completely different
2: spaces mm, point
3: yeah
0: I, I know this isn't why we're talking about this panel but I, I really like his uh his interpretation of luke here just i i think luke's face we're talking about this i think in slack or something but luke's face can be hard to nail at yeah. times and you know so many star wars with the exception of like cam kennedy you know most people are going for a realistic interpretation a, of a mark of, hamillish uh, look yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and um this i you know it's it has a little bit of stylization to it but i think it captures his essence you know more than it it really tries to nail the exact look of mark hamill for sure and i i think yeah i think i prefer that better you know i'd rather you add a little stylistic flair to it than you know shoot for mark and then fall short
2: yeah i agree i i think you know luke has been in so many comics by now um and out of all of the comics with luke that i've uh, red I have to say that uh Noto's uh version of Luke is is by far my favorite
1: so then uh, another thing that he that that is notable for 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 Noto I, I absolutely plan that that's a that that's a pun that's an <laughs> Eric pun right there uh, is is his ability to change style within a a, a particular run um and we, and we really see that in in Chewy. uh this is from Chewy number two um it's and, and it's 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 amazing to to you can see the resemblance here uh, from some of his other artwork, but at the same time, it, it's not as it's not a, and I don't say this is negative. It's not it's not nearly as crisp as some of those layer layer Le, 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 photos were. Um, what uh, Jacob? What uh, what were your thoughts on, on on this panel here?
0: Yeah, so this is another like flashback panel. So it's similar to that Poe inking example we used earlier. That you know it's softer inks. Generally, more muted color palette, and it's it was this one is a the next one is more of a like a whole issue art or arch style change. This is more of a single panel within an issue art style change for this flashback. So we're we're seeing that softer the softer edges. We're seeing kind of the colors are both muted and they also bleed a little bit more. They're less defined edges. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's showing Chewie's time on Kashyyyk, and how you know we we all know by now that you know, after. After the Republic fell, it it wasn't exactly the the best place to live. Um, and this it's I think he does a really good job of capturing how Chewbacca you know like seven foot twenty Chewbacca five hundred pound Chewbacca can feel weak and vulnerable at times, and I it's hard to show that visually when he towers over basically everyone. But here I think he did a really great job of capturing that.
2: Yeah, that mm-hmm. and, and Chewbacca in these panels doesn't look very much anything like the chewbacca in in the star wars run which which shows his versatility. Mm-hmm. In a good way, not not a bad yeah. way.
3: Yeah, just minor note here I also like how since this is a uh, flashback like all the panel lines like in between the, the individual panels are like a fluorescent mm-hmm. glittidum sort of kind of
0: bleeding out and it's all soft around the edges. That's a that's a really nice
3: and That's effect. a good
2: note. I didn't notice that.
0: Yeah. The next one we have is uh, is Chewbacca was that Chewbacca four like the whole comic issue is just slightly different like it was enough to where I'm like did someone else do this because like you know every once in a while you'll have like an artist come in to fill for an issue and not god another unintentional pun fill for an <laughs> issue fill noto anyways but no the the, the the art style shifts quite a bit I think in issue or in issue four of the miniseries which is weird for a five issue miniseries but I like it. it I still think it works well it's just a different take on it, which is kind of interesting from it from you know the same author going throughout it
1: yeah it's a really interesting look i i mean there's there's the same amount of detail but yet it's a different mm-hmm. amount of different kind of detail when it comes to uh, Chewie's face, uh, and especially the, the 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 face of of his little uh, little partner there. Uh, unfortunately, too. Uh, unfortunately, I uh, I haven't read this th- th- this issue yet, so I'm I'm not sure who that is. But it's a really interesting concept of how he can ha- how we can still see have detail and, ha- and and but have it be completely different from anything that he has done in you know fr- from from previous issues or or uh you know e- e- from from the book
2: yeah i really agree i think i think sometimes when artists sort of change up their style uh between issues um it's kind of like a oh that that, that was kind of like bad type of thing uh, but when Noto does it, it feels purposeful and it feels like it's done well. So I, I think that the, those are all uh, points in the awesome column for Phil Noto.
1: I think one of the things uh, we're, we're moving on to to the way that he uses lights uh, and, and shadow and color. I, I think the way that he his black is different than any other black that I've seen. I don't know if it's his thicker outlines. I, I, I'm speaking mainly about Poe um, and the covers that I've seen for for, for Chewbacca. That that I, I don't know what it is, but but his 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 blacks are different, and 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 the way that this panel uh, that, that that we have on the screen right now looks is it's just it's 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 awesome to see how different it it it, it can be with. The, the background to the filling in of the characters it's and, and then you throw in the motion at the end I mean there's so many different art styles going on in this one panel all these these five uh I think Emma you called them called th- these are hamburger that's panels, correct right? I have
2: uh termed it hamburger panels and then when they're they're tall they are uh hot dogs
1: Jacob shaking his head because he has no idea that oh, that, I, that was that that's what happens when you miss an episode Jacob is we we, we come in and we start creating our own oh, shorthand I,
0: I know I had to, yeah I, I was there just in spirit
2: that's right yeah he was probably like why are you guys running this show into the ground Oh I'm gone <laughs> oh <laughs> but yeah I love the shadows here um you know honestly different shadows different colors in each of these panels it's it's really lovely and and also, I think that the shadows and the colors really represent her emotions too. Like they're very linked to her emotions. And I haven't read this comic in a while, so I don't even remember what this is in regards to. But I can, I can tell her emotions just from the colors and the shadows here.
0: Chewbacca is currently doing Chewbacca things. Uh, so <laughs> I think they're like in a mine, and he's like re- ripping droids apart. But yeah, you can rip the arms and you off don't even dark.
1: realize. You don't even realize that you, there is, you realize that there's story going on in the shadows, but you don't realize that it's happening in the shadows until you really get down to that fourth panel and the art changes to where you're now focusing on the child. And then you realize, oh, wait, those, that, that's not just a, a shadow going on in those, first, in those first three panels. There's an actual story going on there. And, and, and the subtlety of that is really, really amazing in here. Uh, um, and then it, it culminates with what looks like uh, the, the loser in this battle being thrown over, over our, our, our protagonist's head here. Um, but, yeah, just the ability with, with minimal words to be able to tell a story in these five panels is really, really cool.
0: Agreed. Yeah. So this this next one is from Poe number one. And, uh, you know, uh, the the little like briefing room sh- uh, panel at the bottom with Leia and Poe. I, I love how like mm-hmm. that blue wash kind of takes over the whole room. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's not something, it's not a new concept in Star Wars. We've seen it a lot, you know, since like what Empire Strikes Back. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I really like the look. And then you also have the blue hologram look of... Uh, Lor Santeca down in the corner. But I, that entire, sorry, that entire bottom panel looks like you know
1: all of uh, Dark
0: Empire. That's <laughs> no, true.
2: It's true. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> um,
1: all right. Well, that is four straight episodes of Dark Empire being mentioned. Our streak continues. Tune in next week and see if it's, it see if to. we
0: continue. We have to be. We have to be at least ten episodes removed from Jared being on the show for the Dark Empire references to cease unfortunately i don't know if we're gonna make it that long but we'll see
2: <laughs> it'll happen we'll make it happen um but with regards to to this panel here uh i imagine i'm no artist i, I don't i'm not good at art so i have no idea what it's like to be this good at art uh, but i can imagine that it's probably very difficult to pull this off because if i was looking at this panel and i had no idea uh, what poe dameron looked like i had no idea what princess leia looked like i'd still be able to say okay uh Poe is wearing a brown jacket and Leia is wearing like a you know sort of a a darkish color vest yet it's still uh, like coated in this sort of bluish aqua light and so I imagine that's pretty hard to do and so I I appreciate how the characters still come through despite being bathed in this light
1: we've got a couple more examples here uh Poe moving on here we have Poe number six um and this this was what was a very interesting and again we've got just subtle differences here we go from the good guys basically in that last panel where they're bathed in a bluish you know and a, a blue aquamarine color and now you've got the um, first order here um, and in addition to the 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 battle going on uh, at at top, and you can kind of assume that the red background is is in, a, in a, a tribute to the explosion that you see i think there's also uh something to say here about the fact that no these are also the bad guys and, and so we're gonna point, we're, we're gonna give them that classic red background there and, and and again it's not anything that you notice yes as jacob waves <laughs> his his hands for his red background he's 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 the the bad guy of the Joy show in the dark it's side. not something that you realize as you're reading this but it's when you go back, when you take the time like this to really go back and really identify and really appreciate the panels, which is why I always read read books twice. That yeah. those little details really really pop out.
0: Yeah, what I really loved about this this one for me is again, Carrie and Spike. I had to get it in the show somehow. <laughs> I love the ship, uh, but it gives me like a you know, with the the history of that ship being a, a cloaking ship, a very stealthy ship. What you know with them in that red glow of light, it gives me like strong like Hunt for Red October vibes. Like they're on that submarine Mm -hmm. trying to escape, and yeah, Yeah. I, I I really like that. I don't know if it's intentional, but I love that kind of connection there.
2: It's interesting to me how uh, Agent Tarex there on the bottom, it's looking. It looks like he's looking down at a screen, like like what would happen if you're in a dark room and you're looking down at your phone or something like that. Uh, But it's kind of a reddish light. and I just, I just find that interesting because he is the bad guy, like Tyler said. So the light is red. It's it's kind of like when you're a kid and you're sitting around a campfire telling scary stories and you put the flashlight up to your face to make yourself look scary. Uh-huh. That's what this reminds me of. <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting use of lighting. Uh, and then we have uh, Star Wars 68. Uh, And I found this one um, interesting because of the shadows from the uh, hologram on General Reich. And uh, similar to the aqua light, this is um, sort of an orangey light. And the room isn't dark here, which makes this unique. Uh, Yet you can still see the, the sort of hologram sort of explosion type of thing with the shadows on his face. And I thought it was really well done because the shadows don't overtake the room. They just sort of uh appear on objects or people that are closer to the hologram
3: you can kind of tell how it's uh like reflected against the general there you can kind of see like the patches Mm. across his uh, upper chest there
1: yeah that's what i was just about to say The, the 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 little detail of make of seeing uh seeing that little bit of of you can clearly tell that it's being reflected on his vest but you even though you can't really tell what what it actually is so and then um, this is also from this is from issues from Star Wars I- issue number seventy. Yeah, I and this actually this actually demonstrates two different things. Um, it, it demonstrates that the, the shadow and the color, but it also demonstrates our, our one of the last sections that we were going to talk about is his non-traditional panel layout.
0: Yeah, I really love that. Like, it, you know, it really wasn't a thing much until. The, the sequels but really how they embrace the like the bathing of the light coming off the lightsabers it w- it didn't really you know reflect out into the room as much until the more recent movies but i think it adds a cool dramatic effect when used i wouldn't say sparingly but it you know it, it has to be used in the right moments um but i yeah i really like how that that's coming off on luke's face there
2: yeah the way the way that it's sort of shining a little bit on his sort of poncho thing there and a little bit on his uh, on the right side of his face and then uh, the way that his head sort of sticks up into the other two panels. I think that this page overall was really well done.
1: And the three and and the 3D element of of, of his lightsaber mm-hmm. being kind of in between those two more traditional panels, yeah. There's a whole lot going on in, going on. Exactly, here. Caleb. What, what were Ooh, you There's
3: About the lightsaber there? Yeah, it looks like you can see the path from the person throwing it to his hand to it and catching and igniting it. It's like you can map the arc there.
2: Yeah, this page is just full of really good stuff.
1: And then yeah, this I, I I'm really glad that that this this panel was mm-hmm. was included here because in addition you can't fully appreciate this panel because the the words are are not on here but the words are are not even describing this scene this is there is a conversation going on between poe and and emma what was it Terex. t-rex t-rex there is a yes there is the two of them are basically grandstanding to each other that no, I you're not looking at the full picture. No, you're not looking at the big picture, and it's a completely different scene, but yet we are 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 seeing a, a completely different dogfight going on. And this was this was a uh, I was really glad that this was this was chosen because it, it's it's an amazing way to really tell two different stories at the exact same time and be able to understand Mm. what's going on. And
2: I like how the the sections that focus on Poe's ship are sort of bathed in like a blue sort of tone and the ones focusing on Terex's ship is uh, bathed in a a red sort of tone. I I really like that contrast and just the way that they're all aligned in a circle and then uh, showing off Poe's ship in, in the showcase with the explosions. I don't know. It's just all really gorgeous to be honest.
0: Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I think Poe Dameron the series does starfighter battles very well. Mm-hmm. Like every, you know, it's the heroes, so more often than not, they're going to come out at least, if not ahead, they're going to come out okay. Uh, but I felt like there were real stakes just about every time they went into battle uh, in that series, and and I think that's 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 hard to do. You know, we obviously have Alex uh, Alexander Freed killing it over in the novels with with starfighter battles, but I think. For comics, yeah, I think Poe Dameron does it very well.
2: Totally agree. So I think we have one more example here of non-traditional uh, layouts, and that's just from Star Wars number seventy. Uh, this made me laugh uh, a lot when I saw it, um, just with the the tipped uh, panel with uh, uh, Chewie and and C three PO showing that they're in the Falcon, but they're sideways, and uh, you can tell that C three PO is having like the worst time of his life. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, I like how it's it's. Um, on the same angle with the falcon it was just a really unique way to do it
0: yeah absolutely you can hear this panel yeah i also love that it's the the you know the little inset panel with the two of them it's it's basically the camera shot we see in every single time we're in the cockpit so it it has that cinematic feel to it you know yeah, like you said, you can hear Chewie and c 3 are yelling at each other. Alarms are going off in the background. The hyperdrive is somehow mysteriously not working <laughs> even though they're not even trying to jump right now. Like, yeah, I love mm-hmm. it. You know, got,
3: you know,
0: angle the deflector shields to the rear,
3: you know. Re-rev that power. Angle
2: the deflector shields, angle the panel. It's all it's all good.
1: <laughs> we wanted to finish off with a with a couple of of kind of cool moments that 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 he that that, that noto has kind of accentuated through through his uh, through his artwork here uh this first one is 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 chewy number one uh and uh emma did you choose this, I, I panel? Got this one this one
0: it's like we're starting off with like probably objectively the least cool moment but w- one thing i just wanted to make sure we threw out there is the ability of that he had to do like carry a story that didn't have a speaking protagonist like chewbacca mm. is about chewbacca and chewbacca we don't like there's not even subtitles or like you know a little translate from uh from a shriwook kind of inset boxes it's just him going uh arg for like five issues so i think the ability <laughs> to carry like a non you know a non-verbal protagonist falls a lot on the the, the uh artist even though you know the author will have notes in their script and everything for him to go off of. It, it, it really comes down to the ability of the artist to sell the story of Chewbacca. And I really wanted to highlight this one before we get into some really cool epic panels like this.
2: Oh, wow. That's beautiful. I, I always love when the Falcon has its uh, lights on for some reason. I just think it's really mm. cool because we, we, we don't see it very often. I mean, we saw it in The Force Awakens. I don't even know if we saw it in any other movie. Um, and I didn't even know it had uh, sort of underbelly lights until I saw it. Until I saw this panel, so it's just really cool.
1: And as as, as futuristic as Star Wars is, this is also a very realistic yeah. panel. You've got you. We have seen this dozens of times in in movies where there's a helicopter or there's a plane taking off, and they're backlit and they're having the little hero moment with 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 somebody else. I mean, there's just there's so much. You know, you, you can, again, you can you can hear this 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 panel. You know what's going on. Without any, you know, w- with minimal amount of words.
3: Absolutely. Ooh, yeah. This is, I think, what Jacob was talking about about the, these like fun first order, um, you know, devices and you know units here. Like this, like this is a obviously a mobile battleship in, like command center, and it just looks intimidating, looks militaristic, and looks cool.
2: Yeah, this was from Pod uh, Podamra po- number one, and I remember this sticking out to me uh the first time i read this series as just being v- something like i wouldn't imagine the empire doing but something that the first order would do because they're they're so like technologically uh um, focused and the fact that they would bring like sort of a mobile base is a really unique and and cool idea to me
0: yeah i think it's also it speaks to their place in the galaxy where the empire it's like we just rule everything but the first order at, at least at this point is trying to kind of find their way in the galaxy mm. claw as much power as they can so that, you know, they don't have, I can't just like call up my moth on this planet. <laughs> I got to send out a little mobile, mobile detachment to try and do my work for me.
2: Right. Right.
1: And again, the use the use of his blacks. His blacks always stand out to me. You you, you see the ship flying because it's obviously in the middle of the panel, but you also your eyes are drawn down to that 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 that's a tunnel that goes. Poe is is down in that tunnel, and that's the only way in and out uh, of that. So he's obviously in trouble because you see that this floating float this this floating battleship is 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 parked right above the uh the the entrance and it's just it's a it's an amazing ability to really demonstrate depth of field as well even though you it's there's there's 3d elements in this in this panel even though it's 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 a flat image
0: yeah this next one i i pulled out just because like i was thinking like how often do you see a giant kaiju fight in star wars (laughs) and as it turns out um uh more often than i would expect Uh, (laughs) uh especially no spoilers just you know if you know you know um so this was from Poe Dameron, number three. Surprise, surprise! That tunnel he was in had a giant Mothman. Don't call it Mothra, but it's <laughs> there. It is. It's There's here. And, and, there, and then another one shows up, and it fires a laser through the the first one's chest. It it's a wild time.
1: This was weird. I just <laughs> that's yeah.
2: and a little it creepy. It was very to be comic booky. <laughs> yeah
0: and then they all live happily ever after and i'm not even kidding <laughs> <laughs> all right next one i i love this is poe Dammer number eight and it, it, you'll you'll see this look a lot later down the road but first off i mean what star wars fan here wouldn't like to have this as like their office yes. with all the helmets in the wall like everyone always dreams of that but i really like Terrix had some like crazy crazy days in his youth and uh Part of it was him dressing up as a stormtrooper samurai, <laughs> and I really like that they kind, you know, they pay tribute to to George Lucas's eastern inspirations in Star Wars. You know, with Darth Vader's, you know, Darth Vader has like the samurai kind of looking helmet. There, you know, there's so many influences that like Kurosawa and eastern uh, filmmaking had on Star Wars that we get a little bit of a of, of it coming in here with podium. Yeah, there's
2: there's so many mm-hmm. Easter eggs in this uh, this image. I love it, like. Uh, yeah, I see a Death Trooper helmet, an AT-AT driver's helmet, a Shore Trooper helmet, and I think there's an E-11 blaster down there. There's just a lot of cool stuff in the shot.
1: And is that, there, there's some sort of Death Star blueprint there in the oh, top left yeah. corner? I didn't as notice well. it, looks like,
0: it looks like the one, like, from where they show, like, the the thermal exhaust port, because you can kind of see on, like, the first one's just the the Death Star, but the one below it, you see, ah. like, the line to the center. Oh, that's so I don't know if that's the one that they'd shown from how to blow it yeah. up, but... Yeah, definitely a cool, you know, cool little moment here. You
3: know, it's nice to see Stormtrooper armor get its own personalized touch
0: with the like red paint job. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because as we know, red ones go faster. <laughs> and that's true. Uh, next one is we talked about this earlier, but he just does ships really cool, really well. Uh, unfortunately, it's this is a landscape panel, so I kind of squashed it with our current setup. But we got you know all these different ships coming after Poe as. Uh and um and the carrying spike as well so yeah I I really like this
2: yeah I love this shot I I love Poe's uh black and orange X wing it'll never not be cool
0: that's true uh the next we had this one was the one that Emma got for us I mean take it away this looks amazing yeah I mean
2: how gorgeous is this you got the the star destroyer up top it really shows the scale of it. Um, I like how it's not as prominent as the Falcon because it's way off in the distance and then uh, you know you got the Falcon with its uh, blue engine lights and uh, the nice lava sort of area down on the planet and I don't know this shot just it really took my breath away.
3: Yeah, like, I like how, like, the whole thing is just barely in Mm -hmm. focus. You can tell this is going to be huge. Like, the nice, like, pure line of, like, shadow versus in the light there, you know, just, like, it makes it really pop and, like, oh, we're in deep trouble now. Because we've seen this scene before, like, you know, a fighter or freighter pulling off of a planet and suddenly the storm, the Star Destroyer comes. But this one, it feels more intimidating. does.
2: I I said out loud, I have a bad feeling about this. (laughs) yeah
0: i I love yeah this
1: is uh, go ahead
0: yeah i was like i love the scale it's sometimes it's it's easy to forget how big a star destroyer is yeah uh one thing this really reminds me of uh i this is gonna i know mike might get this i don't know if anyone else will will understand but uh vader immortal episode one literally like the it's the vr game Uh, like the intro scene is you like flying into a planet and then a, uh, and you have like the viewport of your ship goes over your head and you just, a star destroyer starts flying over to the top of you. And like, that was the first game I played in VR and crazy just look up and see this like enormous ship flying over and taking over your entire field of view. Like that is, that is what this, this really strikes me with that scale of how big these ships are and how intimidating it would be.
1: Mm. Well and it all goes back to the very first ever images we have of Star mm-hmm. Wars. I, I mean having that star destroyer continue to crawl across the screen and continue and continue and and, and just the menacing intimidation right from the you know the first 30 seconds of the of, of the franchise. I mean it's 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 amazing how simple of a ship a star destroyer is. But how amazingly emotional! Yeah. I mean, it's it can pretty be. much
2: a flying Dorito, but it, it's still uh, <laughs> it's still <laughs> really cool. Um, and then this panel is from Star Wars uh, seventy two, and you know, at first glance, this isn't a a super glamorous uh, page, but I really loved how he drew the sand in in Luke's hand, and uh, I think in Warba's hand. I think that's her name. Um, I love the way that you could kind of see like the singular uh like like granules of sand and um it just seemed like kind of a tough thing to do, but he pulled it off well, I think.
1: It's it seems like it's getting every, everywhere. God, yeah.
3: I was waiting for someone. It, I was like, is is are we stoop that low? I fell right into like, that. Like are one. we yeah.
0: yeah. I was like, as I was like uh, like you like you sent me the message like, Hey, I like this one with the sand, I'm like, oh no. Like,
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it walked right into that. Oh. One. Oh. Uh, and then here is uh star wars seventy five and we've got a, a hero shot with uh uh Luke and Dar Champion and Leia and Han and chewie all shooting simultaneously at Darth Vader. And my question is, when will we learn to stop shooting blasters at Darth Vader? <laughs> uh,
0: the, well, the funny thing is like twenty issues is the an- twenty issues ago is the answer like way back when they're like, All right, we have Vader strategies. Flamethrowers work really well. Shooting at him does nothing. And here we are. What have we learned? Apparently still nothing. It still
2: makes for a beautiful shot, though. Well, do we really think that... (laughs)
1: that, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, do we really think that Han is listening in those sessions? Uh, I mean, come on. No.
2: No, but uh, yeah, this this art was uh, really gorgeous. And then um, Star Wars 75 again... Um, I just had to say, like, let's just notice who has the high ground here. Uh, Darth Vader has the high ground here. Mm-hmm. And I, I found that interesting choice, Phil Noto.
0: <laughs> Maybe if Obi-Wan stayed around to give Luke one more lesson, he would have taught him the ways of the high ground. But here we are. Here we are. We could have skipped all the other movies. he just, you know, stand up a little higher and it was <laughs> over. But
3: I was about to say, well, the Death Star was just like a pure, you know, plain, uh, you know, hallway <laughs> the, the entire highest way through. Ground. So that's why. <laughs> so you know there's no way to get high ground there
2: that's true it's a safe area for him yeah
3: Mm -hmm. Darth Vader built that entire thing just so he would never lose a fight (laughs) again
0: oh my god all right so yeah some great moments in all the different comics he's illustrated on but yeah one thing we got to touch on before we leave is his work on the High republic which i mean come on like beautiful I feel like I've been sold on this on this story initiative on, like, the, the aesthetic alone. Yeah. I mean, the the stories are great, don't get me wrong, but, like, that that golden era is really what got me, like, wrapped up in it. And Phil Noto, Ian McKaig, and Grant Griffin actually have done a lot of work uh, in the concept art phases of the High Republic. And, uh, yeah... Right.
3: Yeah, like, Noto seems to be a perfect sort of fit be- mm. of this because, as we've established, was kind of soft just thinking and, like, warm colors and, like, how expressive his faces are. And, like, you can tell just by looking at this, this is prime Jedi. These people are, you know, you know, confident and in their spot. So, no, like, Noto worked really well on this uh, whole um, initiative. So we're, we're very happy about yeah, this. Yeah, I think they... 100%.
2: I think these first Noto images um, were some of the first, very first images that we had seen for anything higher public, and I think that these pictures are, are what really sold people. And and like you guys are mentioning, I mean, who better than than Phil Noto to draw some uh, really intriguing characters that makes us want to dive into all of these stories.
1: I'd love to know to be to be in those pitch meetings mm-hmm. and say and and to to understand. Do we need to get Phil Noto because that's the that's the mm. attitude and that's the feeling that we're going for, or is it a was it a pitch to, to say hey we want you to to design something and 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 he designed it because it works Does. so perfectly and and they have this sense of just greatness about them that is just different than what we've seen before. Yeah,
0: I would definitely. I think if you haven't watched it yet, there's a it's on Disney Plus. I think it's called like Disney Insider. Uh, there was an episode a couple of months ago that um, part of the episode was talking about the High Republic process and like it visited the writers going to Skywalker Ranch for the first time and doing like their brainstorming sessions and uh, did the unveiling event uh, where they uh, where they revealed finally what Project Luminous was and talked about a lot of the art I think yeah if if, you know if you're a diehard High Republic fan I definitely watch that I mean you all have high Disney Plus, anyways. Between Clone Wars and Falcon Winter Soldier, <laughs> Bad, Bad Batch. Batch Mandalorian. Is that next like, week, right? Yeah, next week. Bad Batch is yeah. Bad Batch is next week. This when it starts, and then another episode Friday, I believe. But yeah, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. I mean, come on, like oh, this is so gorgeous. Good.
2: so good. I still need to know about that dark saber. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, it's like, I know, because Cavan actually on his blog did a breakdown of this image a while back, saying that, like, you know, not all of these, you know, it's this is concept art, right. that's not the final thing. Not all of these, cre- you know, uh, Jedi became real Jedi. Like, you know, you obviously see Loden there. You see Ty or at least what became Tai mm-hmm. Apparently that wasn't exactly who she was at the beginning. You see the uh, the bald, uh, pale Jedi, which gets split into Serret and Terret. Yeah, you see Skear. Mm-hmm. Like I mean Orla Jireni,
2: I don't know. I there think? seem
1: to be a lot of, of Yeah, Orla. There yeah, there seems to be a lot of things that have is come that to a, pass so far. Is that a Loth Wolf? Yes. <laughs> it just well,
0: I mean, at least that's what we think. I mean I mean I guess there's you know, there's there is that Jedi outpost post on Lothal. there. I mean it's probably higher public Jedi there at some point, so Ooh, I'd love but, to see that. Yeah. I I just imagine Dave Filoni with his cowboy hat on, like peeking into like the room at Skywalker <laughs> Ranch. like, "Hey guys, can can you can you throw a wolf in there? Is that, would that be too much to ask for? <laughs> or At
1: least a cat, a loath cat.
2: Yeah. Uh, that'd be something he but, would do.
1: Well, I think we've kind of we've we've clearly demonstrated tonight that Phil Noto is is one of a, a number of special artists in. Uh, in the Star Wars Expanded Universe, and, and we will do our best uh, to make sure that we we feature them and we talk about them. Um, if you want to see some of uh, Phil Noto's other work outside of Star Wars, um, he's also worked on Cable 2020, which is what... Uh, Uh, Caleb had said that he was reading Mm -hmm. uh, in addition to Black Widow, Volume 5, and then he also assisted on Civil War II, The Oath. Um, He's a great artist. Uh, Go support him. Go support all of the the amazing artists in the Star Wars universe. Um, And that's going to do it for this week's episode of The Cosmic Force. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and tune in every Wednesday here at eight o'clock on YouTube to hear us live. Um, Like I said, I know that we are are finally starting to get onto the podcast networks. I I know that the Apple podcast takes a little bit of extra time, but uh, we are there and, and and we, so, so keep looking for it. And and once you, once you are able to find us, uh, leave us a review so that it makes it easier for, for other comic fans and Star Wars fans to, to, to be able to find it. Um, also, make sure to visit utine.com for reviews, articles, and news for the entire expanded universe. Uh, we encourage you to join our, our Discord by going to utine.com/discord. Uh, if you like to, if you want to help support the show, you can find us at patreoncom utini and start receiving exclusive perks starting at just five dollars a month. Uh, we want to give a special shout out to some of our, our our patreons: Cheryl Bell, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander are on our Jedi High Council. Kyle Hickman, Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson are on our Alliance High Command. Thank you, as always, for your amazing support. Without uh, your support, we wouldn't be able to do continue to bring this amazing content to everybody. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You can tweet at the show at Cosmic Force Show or at the host individually. I'm at Ty Rags, Emma is at Irma Jade 26 Caleb is at Caleb Lamanick, and Jacob is at Jacob Bosch. Uh, thank you again to Emma, Caleb, and Jacob for hosting with me. Thank you for to everybody in the chat for participating tonight. Make sure you submit those uh, those panels of the week. We want to make sure we uh, we hold Jacob to to his promise of of paying for somebody's uh, next omnibus next week. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, we really appreciate it and we, we will see everybody next week. And as always, may the force be with you.